Thank you all very much and welcome to the 2010 Indiana Black Expo's Governor's Reception. I want to thank all of you for joining us this afternoon. It is so great to see so many of you uh, participating in this wonderful event. Uh, my name is Abdul Hakim Shabazz from Fox News Talk 1430 WXNT and I'll be your MC for this afternoon. This year, ladies and gentlemen, marks the 40th anniversary of Indiana Black Expo's summer celebration. Since Expo's inception back in 1970, it had established a very positive presence in the community statewide, reflecting African Americans in a positive image. And IB also hosts uh, some of the unsung heroes of minority communities are promoting the benefits of diversity. Through the empowerment of the community, Indiana Black Expo has grown to host, for example, the Youth Video Institute, the Coca-Cola Circle City Classic, the Health Fair Summer Celebration, and various other scholarship programs, and of course, the Governor's Reception, just to name a few. The Governor takes time every year to acknowledge this outstanding achievement of a select group of African Americans throughout Indiana who have excelled above and beyond serving as leaders and role models. Now, uh, my game plan is always, we did a really good job last year, uh, not big one to stand on ceremony is get in, have a great ceremony, then let you folks sort of uh, have some fellowship, and so I promise to get you out of here as close to on time as possible. And help kick things off today, I bring to the stage the Honorable Lieutenant Governor Becky Skillman, who is serving in her second term as the 50th Lieutenant Governor of the great state of Indiana. Since 2005, she's served the state's second in command with a clear vision of Indiana's complete economic comeback. Working in close partnership with Governor Daniels, Lieutenant Governor Skillman's leadership has helped move Indiana forward. And as Lieutenant Governor, Becky leads the State Department of Agriculture, the Office of Community and Rural Affairs, the Office of Energy Development, the Office of Defense Development, Indiana Housing and Community Development Authority, as well as the Office of Tourism Development. She also chairs the Indiana Center of Tourism and Security Council and also serves as the President of the Senate when she has some spare time. The, the Lieutenant Governor has extensive background in local and state government, which includes holding county offices for 16 years and serving 13 years in the state Senate, and now six years as Lieutenant Governor. Please, ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for welcoming our Lieutenant Governor, Becky Skillman. Abdul and uh, welcome everyone to your state house. This is the People's House and we are pleased to be your hosts and we're delighted to welcome Hoosiers from north, south, east and west and always a pleasure to have the children here with us today. You know this is an event that we look forward to every year and of course we're very proud to be with you for the 40th summer celebration. I want to thank Tanya, I think everyone, who worked so hard year after year to make this tradition such a success. You know, my experience with Indiana Black Expo has shown me that Indiana has a lot to be proud of. From the very strong legacy of service to the economic boom it brings to the capital city every year, you know, Indiana Black Expo has proven that it is indeed a time-tested Hoosier institution. And we are so thankful for the accomplishments of Black Expo through the years. You know, I have uh, witnessed firsthand the lives that have been touched and have been changed by the important work of this organization. And I hope that the awards that are given today will um, show the state's appreciation for the contributions that have been made by some incredible leaders in our state. From education to health care to business and entrepreneurship, 
You know, we are here to recognize all of their hard work and also to reflect on their accomplishments. Their example is indeed an inspiration to all of us. Our honorees today have been great partners in progress for the state of Indiana, as has Indiana Black Expo. So we'll all work together to make this another great summer celebration. Uh, the governor and I are very proud to make this reception a continued part of the activities, and thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, Madam Lieutenant Governor. Next, we have, uh, I'd like to bring for you, uh, for your listening pleasure, the Indiana Black Expo's president and CEO, Ms. Tanya Bell. As an Indiana State grad, Attorney Tanya Bell has led IBE since January of 2008, having a passion for economic development and committed to ensure the success of small minority-owned businesses here in Indiana. Tanya has also served in many capacities prior to taking over as CEO of the 40-year-old not-for-profit organization. And among these capacities include a successful employment attorney giving back to law students by serving as a legal writing mentor for minority and economically disadvantaged students at the Indiana Conference for Legal Education Opportunities. She's also served as Assistant General Counsel for the Community Health Network and serves, also served as six years of member of the board of Black Expo's Board of Directors. Ms. Bell was also most recently appointed by Indiana Governor Ms. Daniels as a a board trustee for Indiana State University. Please join me in welcoming to the stage Ms. Tanya Bell. Welcome and good afternoon. On behalf of the board of directors and the staff of Indiana Black Expo, I want to first send a warm thank you to Governor Mitch Daniels and Lieutenant Governor Becky Skillman for all of the wonderful support that they have provided to us over the years. And as you know, it takes a lot of buy-in and collaboration in order for us to be successful. And so we could not impact the 24 million people that we've impacted over the, the last 40 years across the state of Indiana without that support. So thank you. And if we can give them a round of applause. At this time, I would like to acknowledge our chairman of our board of directors, and that is John Thompson, who is with us today. If John can stand, as well as all of the board of Indiana Black Expo and the staff, if you can stand to be recognized. And I would also like to acknowledge at this time all of the elected and appointed officials in the state of Indiana, if you can please stand and be recognized. Abdul has already talked about a lot of the different components of summer celebration earlier, and so we just ask that you enjoy the reception today, but also to partake in the activities that we have for the rest of the week. We look forward to celebrating our 40th year anniversary with you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Tanda. Tanya, now I'd like to introduce our host for the event this afternoon, Indiana Governor Mitch Daniels. Governor Daniels is the 49th governor of the state of Indiana. He was re-elected in 2008 to a second and final term, receiving more votes for, than, than any other candidate in public office in the state's history. The governor has been a long advocate for minority affairs dating back to the, before he took a position as governor of Indiana because he championed minority contracting first for Eli Little and Company and then for the last six years in state government. He's also the co-founder of the Oaks Academy here in inner city Indianapolis, and he also was honored at the Center for Leadership Development's Minority Business and Professional Achievers Recognition Award Center in March of 2007. 
Governor Daniels also received the Trailblazer Award from the Muncie Black Expo in 2008, as well as the Champions of Diversity Award from the Indianapolis Recorder and Indiana Minority Business Magazine. Governor Daniels also excelled in creating positive change throughout the state of Indiana since his first day in office and has continued to do so ever since. Now without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Indiana Governor Mitch Daniels. As a young person, not much older than our front uh, row guests here, I, was, uh, I did some grunt work at the first Black Expo. Uh, I was an intern in the uh, office of the then mayor of Indianapolis. And someone, not me, but someone had had this great idea and um, sounded like fun, sounded like a worthy endeavor. How little did anyone imagine what it would become, what it, is, what it has now become not merely a centerpiece uh, of event in this community, not merely a, a widely anticipated event statewide in Indiana, but a national and even international occasion, the finest of its kind anywhere. I hope we never take for granted in this state that what we think of as Indiana Black Expo uh, might just be one of many such events. There is, there is no other, uh, to my knowledge, anywhere in which a black leadership and excellence and aspiration and the never-ending quest for justice and opportunity is uh, highlighted in the way that we do it here. A, uh, uh, today we will, I think, do uh, one of the most important tasks of Black Expo and that is to hold up for our young people and for those not so young uh, the exemplars of the very finest in achievement. These awards mean a lot to me. I'm so grateful for the opportunity each year to be part of conferring them. Uh, two of them are named after heroes of mine. I mean, Charles Williams was a boyhood friend of mine, a person who, as much as anyone, led Black Expo uh, to uh, what it has become. Sam Jones, I uh, admired and later served on uh, boards in many uh, civic causes with. Tremendous leader, one we never want our uh, uh, young people to, uh, to forget. Uh, let me just... Uh, tell you what a treat you're in for. I've had the opportunity now to, uh, some I knew before and some I just got to know, uh, spend uh, some, some time with uh, the awardees of today, with Danita and Edward and uh, with Bobby and with the Montfort Marines, men who were heroes simply when, when they sought to put on the uniform, let alone after they wore it. And we admire them all so much, and you're going to get to hear their stories. You'll understand, I think, why they were chosen. Let me just tell you that Black Expo every year is a time for me of exhilaration and excitement. We do, we do celebrate great achievement. Uh, we do recognize uh, people who have done great things. But it also, every year, must serve as a reminder of all the undone work and uh, how far we have to go to be the uh, society of uh, complete uh, uh, equality and of opportunity and of complete justice that America seeks to be. I'm very happy to tell you about a, a coincidence of this week, but I did earlier this week get the report which I uh, demand uh, on a regular basis and was very pleased to know and to learn that in terms of minority procurement, 
purchasing goods and services from minority-owned enterprises, the state of Indiana just shattered the all-time record. Nearly 10% of our procurement in the year just closed is from those things. So we will continue to do all those things that we can do to build a more vibrant state, uh, a more prosperous state for everyone, the kind of tide that lifts all boats, but also to recognize we have special uh, challenges and special opportunities, therefore, to overcome uh, the disadvantages that are still an inheritance of our past. And we are just determined to do that every way we can. We thank the good people of Black Expo. Let me tell you, I, I said I was there at the first one, and I've been to most of them since. And this has always been a great organization. It has never been better led than it is by this board and Tanya Bell. You're doing a wonderful job, Tanya, and it's not hard to keep this from going. So thank you all for being here, for taking time out to help us honor the best among us. And now uh, look forward to the uh, uh, treat you're about to enjoy as you meet uh, several of the uh, great Hoosiers that uh, we've been privileged to have with us in our day. Thank you. You know, I always enjoy, uh, when they ask me uh, back here every year to do this, because I always enjoy being on stage with the governor of Indiana. So I used to do this in Illinois, and being on the stage with the governor of Illinois is usually not a good thing, so. <laughs> usually there's a police lineup involved, so. My good friends from Indiana, it's a pleasure to be here. Now moving on to the highlight, and the reason why we've all gathered here today, it is to recognize the individuals who have distinguished themselves far or from above the norm, and who will continue to sue, or sue rather, and create a better Indiana. Our first recipient today is being honored for achievements in the field of health and fitness. The recipient has demonstrated a sincere dedication in the health and fitness category, utilizing their expertise to improve the lives of fellow Hoosiers. They have also demonstrated the ability to use their talents to advance their respective communities and positively impact the overall health and well-being of Hoosier residents. And lastly, this recipient has humbly illustrated social responsibility in addition to art and dedication to serve others. This year's award recipient for health and fitness is Dr. Danita Johnson-Hughes from Gary, Indiana. Dr. Hughes. With an amazing story of transformation, hope, and triumph, over difficult odds, Cindy Hughes has become a healthcare industry executive, uh, public speaker, and author. And through her professional work, keynotes, and writing, and philanthropic activities, she inspires others to dream big and understand the role of personal responsibility in personal and professional success. She's president and chief executive officer of Edgewater Systems for Balanced Living, a comprehensive behavioral health care provider and child welfare service organization located out of Gary. She graduated with a PhD in human services from Walden University, and she's the author of the book, Power From Within, Discovering What You Already Have to Live Successfully, which details her own journey from a troubled childhood to president and CEO of a successful multi-million dollar organization. Danita dedicates herself to helping people of all walks establish and achieve lofty goals. And the only African-American CEO of a certified mental health center in Indiana, Danita has led a team of dedicated professionals at Edwater Systems. She also serves on the advisory board of the Professional Women Network, where she is certified to provide leadership, consulting, and motivational speaking engagements. She and her husband, Chuck, reside in Porter County, Indiana, and have three children. She's also an avid runner, which three kids would do that to just about anybody. 
running up to five miles a day, five to six times per week, and has completed six marathons. Let's all please congratulate Dr. David Johnson. -Hugh. Our next recipient, ladies and gentlemen, is being recognized for their outstanding achievement in the area of business and entrepreneurship. Winners of this award are recognized for their entrepreneurial spirit and business savvy. They excel in their respective industries and are professionally respected not only by peers, but also through their communities. Additionally, beyond their business expertise, this individual possesses a mentoring spirit and has been able to serve their communities far beyond the limits of the business world. So this year's winner for the Business and Entrepreneurship Award is Edward Lander from WEOA Radio in Evansville, Indiana. Edward. On the morning of May 17, 1997, WEOA began broadcasting as the first 24-hour urban adult contemporary radio station to serve Evansville and the metro area. As it is founder, Edward remained committed to serving his community through WEOA and being the most diverse radio station in the market and offering an untraditional blend of tunes. Edward also works as the associate manager of warehouse operations for Mead Johnson. As a former state director for the Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, Edward has remained committed to his community through public service. Let's take another moment again to congratulate Mr. Edward Lander for the Business and Entrepreneurship Award. And the funny thing is, the way the radio business has been going these days, I may be calling him for a job, so don't stray too far. Our next recipient, ladies and gentlemen, is being honored for their civic leadership. The winner of this award displays longevity of service in the community, community involvement, and initiatives and community leadership through their business organizations and other affiliations. This award winner has humbly illustrated also social responsibility and a commitment to the mission of Indiana Black Expo. In addition to excelling their professional life, they've also mastered the art of selflessly giving back to their communities. So it was a great honor and purpose that we recognize Ms. Bobby Owensby as a 2010 Civic Leadership Award recipient. Ms. Bobby Owensby. Ms. Owensby is a social study teacher from Marion, Indiana, and has devoted herself to education and is now a role model for many students in Marion High School. Some of Mrs. Owensby's success initiatives have included a peer tutoring program called Peers Helping Peers, an elementary summer enrichment program that provides children with supplementary and remedial instruction by licensed teachers, and a college tours program. Mrs. Owensby also ex uh, developed exposing students to national historically black colleges and universities. And among her many awards, she has received the Outstanding Educator Award for Marion High School, the NAACP President's Award, the Women in Christ Unsung Hero Award, and the Marion Black College Community Outstanding Service Award. And Mrs. Owensby is a member of the Delta Kappa Gamma Sorority and serves on the Urban League Board of Directors and is a chairperson for the Third World Caucus Teachers Association and assistant chairperson for the Minority Action Committee. Another round of applause, please, ladies and gentlemen, for Ms. Bobby Owensby. And now, ladies and gentlemen, our final two award recipients for today, because they reserve the ultimate praise and recognition. Their achievements have reached levels that are so outstanding that they continue to inspire and enable others to follow in their footsteps. The first of these awards is the prestigious Reverend Charles Williams Award. This award is given to individuals whose accomplishments extend far beyond the normal standard. 
The achievements of these recipients uh, continue to leave a lasting impression on the people and the community they represent, and they've also altruistically given back to their community, displaying an unparalleled service, all while representing their respective industries and communities with ultimate dignity. And they have served as an inspiration to others and the support and the mission of Indiana Black Expo. This year's Reverend Charles William Award recipient is Ms. Estera Bekele of the Fagala Highwood Center in Indianapolis. The Ethiopian native moved to Indiana in 1973 to attend Franklin College and later transferred to IUPUI to concentrate on studies and soon embarked on a 27-year career with Eli Lilly Company. Still, that title seems to make her the most proud to be one of the first bestowed by the children she serves through the Haywatt Center. As Executive Director of the FHC, Ms. McKaylee dedicates her days, often seven a week, to working with underprivileged youth and helping them develop life skills through a dedication through community service. The children, some second-generation Ethiopians in Indianapolis and orphans in Ethiopia, are taught gardening and environmental preservation. Through the FHC, Esther encourages youth to develop gardening skills, an awareness of nature, a commitment to environmental preservation, as well as an ability to make nutritious food choices. Her goal is for each youth to have the opportunity to become an active community servant, a helpful team player, and responsible family member, and ultimately gain a sense of self-sufficiency through the growth and sale of their crops. Please, ladies and gentlemen, join me in welcoming first the young people from the Figele Hayawat Center. Children, please stand. And ladies and gentlemen, the 2010 Reverend Charles William Award recipient, Mrs. Estelle Bekele. Mrs. Estelle. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. First of all, I want to give my thanks to God that he has blessed us so much, and without his grace, I wouldn't be here. And. Um, I really, I am deeply grateful for this award, Governor um, Ms. Daniels. That's really a blessing. I, I really appreciate it. And I uh, also want to say thank you to Isaac Randolph for nominating us. And it's really, it's, it's overwhelming, it's hard. We've got so many supporters. And I just, blankly, I have to say thank you so much. The whole city has really had open up their heart and everything, all the resource for these children we have here. Um, my journey started 37 years ago. I was living in Martindale Brightwood and how this whole thing, the idea I started was some of the children I felt like they couldn't really give a hand because they were poor. And I was very shocked and surprised, especially I came from Ethiopia. So I felt like, no, 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 not in this country where there's a lot of resources, you can give a hand. And that's how Falagahua would start. Falagahua Center means looking for direction to life. So when we started that, we have a garden. You, you give a hand through the garden. Just like he has mentioned, there's a lot to the garden we do. But one of it is like the first glimpse of hope starts when they put the seeds in the ground and they see that sprouting, the excitement in their eyes is beautiful. It's really amazing. 
then what happened after that is like a wonderful scientist volunteer like Stefan Thibodeau who has a captured audience. He takes them through science, math, and then environment. And we have wonderful help in health and nutrition that they take them through learning about their health and then the exercise. Then on top of that, we take them through a third world experience. We actually uh, create a third world country school imitating how the children in, the, in my country go uh, through the classrooms. And they also try the ethnic food. What this does is it gives them the experience like their own age group, how they go to school. And most of all, they learn to appreciate what they have. That's going to translate into giving a hand. And at this time, what I really wanted to uh, acknowledge is we have four, the first Giving Back kids. We had them since fourth grade. They are high school now. And thank you to Youth, India, uh, Youth Work for Indiana Grant. They are an employee this year. And they are giving back. And I would like for them to stand up. Four of them. So that is the given back. What I would like to say for the youth is I really want to thank them for the return of the love daily with their hugs and thank yous. They, some of them want to live at the center. And um, my dream and challenge to them is to let the seed we plant in them, to let it germinate, sprout, grow, and flower. Then I want to be in the audience when one of you or all of you want to be a recipient of this award. Thank you so much for everything. Mr. Bekele, ladies and gentlemen, and the Falega Hewitt uh, Center of Indianapolis. Again, uh, we thank congratulations to her well-deserved recognition, and thank you for all the work you do in the community. Our final award for today, ladies and gentlemen, is the prestigious Sam Jones Trailblazer Award. It is reserved for individuals whose achievements are noble, but stand the test of time, and continue to leave a lasting legacy and positive impression on the people and the communities that they represent. These award recipients have selflessly given back to their community, displaying exemplary service, and in many cases, sacrificing their own lives to do it. In fact, the winner of this award makes it possible for those who follow to live out their dreams and achieve their goals. The Montford Point pioneers, are, Marines, are such pioneers. In 1942, President Roosevelt established a presidential directive giving African-Americans an opportunity to be recruited into the Marine Corps. These African-Americans from all states were not sent to traditional boot camps of Paris Island, South Carolina, or in San Diego, California. Instead, the African-American Marines were segregated, sent to serve basic training at Montford Point facility in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. These gentlemen became the first African-Americans inducted into the United States Marine Corps from 1942, breaking a 167-year-old barrier. These Marines would go on to fight for the right in World War II. Of the original Montford Pointers, five were from Indiana. Mr. Walter Azell from Danville, Indiana. Mr. Everett Sweat from Indianapolis, Indiana. And with us today, except the 2010 Sam Jones Trailblazers Award, is Corporate Everett Wallace Corley of Indiana, Sergeant Major Johnny C. Washington of Indianapolis, Indiana, and Sergeant Lancaster Warren Price 
also of Indianapolis, Indiana. A round of applause for these gentlemen. Let me share with you, if I could, a little bit about each of these gentlemen's backgrounds. Corporate Everett Wallace, a Christmas Addicts High School dropout, joined the Montford Point Marines in July of 1945, where he enlisted for two years and went to Marine Communication School. With the aid of the GI Bill, he graduated from Purdue University and later earned a Master's of Education from Indiana University. He's retired from the Indianapolis Police Department as a sergeant and later retired from the U.S. Postal Service as a carrier foreman and EEO counselor. Sergeant Lancaster Warren Price served as a member of the Special Service Bond for Marine Point Band, and his duty was to entertain the troops through the islands. And over the span of his musical teaching career, Sergeant Price worked as a music supervisor for the MacArthur Conservatory of Music, the music department instructor in Jefferson City, Missouri, and at Lincoln University, an instrumental music teacher at all grade levels in the Indianapolis public school system. And Sergeant Major Johnny C. Washington enlisted in the Marines in 1946 at Mont Pontford in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, and served a tour of duty in the Asiatic Pacific from August of 1948 to December of 49. He served in the Korean War while stationed in Earl, New Jersey, and while in the 6th Engineering Battalion from 1969 to 71, Mr. Washington was promoted to Sergeant Major. He later returned to Camp Lejeune in North Carolina from 1972 to 76, where he served as a regimental Sergeant Major until his retirement. Sergeant Major Johnny Cornelius Washington spent a total of 30 years in the Marines, holds numerous decorations, medals, and badges, including the Victory Medal from World War II, the Korean Presidential Unit Citation, and the Vietnamese Cross of Gallantry. Please, ladies and gentlemen, join me once again in a round of applause congratulating Corporal Everett Wallace Corley, Sergeant Major Johnny C. Washington, and Sergeant Lancaster Warren Price as the 2010 Sam Jones Blazer Award winners. Now, I'll let you gentlemen know I'm an Army brat, but I'll give up the microphone for Marines. <laughs> to receive an honor today, is a wonderful thing. It could be that by enlisting in the Marine Corps when I did in 1945, 40, 46, sometimes in the 40s. <laughs> so long ago, I'm not sure. But at the time I enlisted, there were many in the Corps, Marine Corps, who thought that there was no place in the Corps for black citizens.
I'm sure that over the years, some of the naysayers have been converted. Thank you. <laughs> Thank the government for the award that they have presented to me today. It means quite a bit, and it fits our motto. We are first in and first out the Marines. We are the trailblazers. We've always been the trailblazers. We first in and first out. I went in the Marine Corps when I was 17 years old. When I ended, I stayed 30 years in the Marine Corps. All my tour duty and the Marine Corps was in the infantry. I served in Korea, I served the Chosen Reservoir, and, and I served in Vietnam as a first sergeant and out of sergeant major. I served in different other outfits in the United States. I've enjoyed the Marine Corps. It was a life when I left home when I was 17 years old. Let's think of a young boy when I left home at 17 years old. I entered the Marine Corps. When I was 19 years old, I was a squad leader. I had 15 men that I was in charge of in combat. I was responsible to them for the question of whether they returned back home or whether we uh, did not. That was my responsibility. Unfortunately, I lost a few men. As a whole, we returned back 9% of my troops that I was involved in. And I uh, accept this award with a pleasure. And I, as I leave here, it makes me think, feel the day that I was retired from the Marine Corps. They had a division parade for my retirement. This year makes me feel the same way. Thank you very much for this award. Thank you, Governor, Lieutenant Governor, and um, the Black Expo for the award. I'm very grateful for that. Um, there's one thing we all three have in common up here. We all were trained at Montford Point, Camp Lejeune, and that was by design. You didn't go to Paris Island. You didn't go to San Diego at that time. It was a segregated service. Uh, the Marine Corps didn't take blacks into the Marine Corps until June of 1942. Before that, it was all white. And uh, when I went into the Marine Corps, uh, Montford Point was the training base for two combat organizations, the 51st Defense Battalion and the 52nd, which Lancaster uh, belonged to. They went to Kwajalein and uh, the 51st went to Anawitok. But the ones that saw the action were the depot companies and the ammunition companies. And they weren't supposed to see any action. They went in with the division. But every, every invasion in the Pacific well, there were black Marines from Guadalcanal all the way through to Iwo Jima to Okinawa. And uh, 
They uh, got awards uh, for bravery, and some lost their lives, some were wounded. But uh, it's a different Marine Corps now. We're holding our national convention the 21st of July at Quantico, Virginia. And uh, we're going to be, our guest speaker will be General, Lieutenant General Gaskin, a black Lieutenant General of the Marine Corps. And uh, he was over the, he commanded the 2nd Marine Division in Iraq. And he will be our guest speaker. So now in the Marine Corps, the only color is green. <laughs> and I thank you for everything. Thanks, Governor. I think he's earned a spot up here. He can grab his hand. <laughs> Another round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for their remarks, their service. And I also want to thank all of you all for being here this afternoon. Now I'd like to bring this event to a close and take this opportunity to give special thanks to our sponsors who've made this event possible. I'd like to thank Secretary Ann Murphy of the Indiana Family Social Services Administration. And also special thanks to Executive Director Jamal Smith of the Indiana Civil Rights Commission. And lastly, we'd like to thank Bad Rec Awards for their contributions, the Kenny and Phelps Trio for the entertainment, and Special Occasions Catering for their service this afternoon. Also, again, special thanks to Governor Mitch Daniels, Lieutenant Governor Becky Skillman, and Tanya Bell, and all of the Indiana Black Expo. And lastly but not least, uh, thank all of you for coming this afternoon and helping us uh, acknowledge our award recipients. And by the way, we started about five minutes late, but got done about ten minutes early. So thank you all very much. God bless you and enjoy the rest of the reception. <laughs>